This is the Pink Chocolate Podcast with Tamara and Sasha, where adults and expectations meet reality. Hey, Sasha, welcome back. Welcome back, girl. Welcome back. We back at it. We back at it. So, how was your week? Um... You know, I'm just going to use this place to vent. Okay, so we're going back to work. They gave us the day. Ooh. Ugh. I, I, I'm over it. Um, Sugar Daddy, where are you? <laughs> uh, Husband, I'm ready to shut the fuck up for uh, uh, 15 to 30 days. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Holla at me. Holla at your girl. Um. I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do it. Uh, do and you it's think just, it's going to last long? Like, or are you, uh, are they rotating? Like, is it hybrid? Yes. One weekend, so, one week out? Um, one weekend, one week out. Okay. Originally it was supposed to be, um, it was like a whole lot of options. Right. And we was like, well, we can do three days a week or whatever. I said, boom. Sis, uh, three, yeah, that will work. I told my manager, because she t- she always told us, because mouth don't get fed, I said, since it got to happen like that, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday and Friday, at home, you got the weekend, bam. My coworkers was like, Sasha, you know what? I messes with you. She comes back and tell us, well, it, they're only doing rotation. I really don't think they're doing rotation. I think it's the big manager above her who made that because she she a hater <laughs> she wants y'all productive and in, in the office you all been at home way too long listen i i'm doing my job well maybe somebody else not doing this and they like oh bring bring them back bring them all in they just have a problem with not being able to watch us they gotta put so now i don't have them. to fake work when i'm <laughs> i'm still getting my work done but when you know when you be at work you have to act like you're doing more than you really are doing yeah, like you stretch it out you you, and, you yeah. slaving for them right. you know they love to see that i don't have to pretend i could do my work i can take a look at my phone every no boom micromanaging boom. all the extra exactly. yeah, but i'm get still it. getting my work done even our manager was talking about like the the new guy the big guy come in and saying it's like we, they have eyes on you. you we are very visible like we are very important and i looked at my manager in the zoom call she knew where i was going with it like well they need to pay us like we that important right let my pay Thank reflect you. yeah and I don't see oh and then we got an email saying because CDC guidelines have changed if you're vaccinated you can be without a mask (laughs) I would tell them look look Bob don't come to my damn desk you ain't got no mask on I don't feel comfortable so one we are not that friendly anyway but when it comes to the restroom, we already had issues. We used to talk about this a lot. How <laughs> people, people nasty. We, people we have raise a certain manager yeah. who washes her hands before she uses the bathroom, then leaves and don't wash her hands. Ooh, that's like we no. hear. You can be in the bathroom and hear people coming out the stalls and and, and go just right. I know. I know. Out, and we already know. Mm, yeah, exactly. So like. I just, and then they were saying, like, if you don't feel good, don't come in the office. Why? If if that is, because we have a um a daily check. 
before we get in, before we get up and come ourselves to, you gotta, we have to go on this, on this, yeah, and say, I said, I got allergies. I'm gonna always be sneezing. I'm always gonna be stuffy and head hurt and all of that. Well, fill it out like that. Maybe they just leave your ass at home. But my <laughs> thing is, if you have to do that, why don't you still just leave people at home? Because now people can abuse the system, right? And then now how are you going to believe me? Well, you know, they don't account for that for a lot of things. Like uh, it's an ever-changing thing. So, you know, like when everything first started, they wasn't really aware of what's going on. And people was abusing that system. All they had to say was they came in close contact with somebody with COVID and they was getting the COVID days, you know, where they was yeah. off 14 days. That lasted for probably, what, two months, three months? Then companies got hip to it, and it was like, okay, go get your COVID test and then bring back the results and let us know. You would have to let them know in a a reasonable amount of time once Mm -hmm. you notified them that you was in contact. And when it came back negative, you was expected to be back at work the next day. It wasn't no, you know, in between. You had Mm -hmm. to get back to work. But But it's still a lot of companies, like, if you feel any type of sickness – stay at home but that's how we kind of operated in because we work in the basement you know and with no windows and all of that and my manager used to be like before we even COVID came it was one girl who was you know not feeling well and she was sneezing and coughing and she was sitting like right behind us more like six feet away right and you know that just make your whole back crawl. Mm-hmm. We had to tell our manager like, "Hey, especially when they don't cover their mouth. The minute somebody like do a sneeze or a cough, and you clearly see they have not covered their mouth." And I understand um, why a lot of people do don't want to um, stay home now. That work from home is a option for everyone. Right. And um, so now I I appreciate that they say just stay at home and work. That's fine because back in the day, like you got to take your sick days, right? Or you got to take a vacation day, and you know people with children and all of that, they didn't use their vacation days because the kids sick and right. all of this. Because it goes so, through a house and it goes through a house in in uh, spurts. It's exactly. not like everybody gets sick together. That's rare, you exactly. know. Like one might be sick, then everybody else fine, and before you know it, it you know it's a trickle down effect, mm-hmm. and everybody end up getting sick. But yeah, so. But the speaking of like you saying like them going back and you going in back into work and you know vaccinated people don't have to wear masks. You see that the 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 governor of Texas saying that they send the kids back to school and no masks. Like what sense do that make? Because we know kids if they are twelve and under the age of twelve, they're they not can, vaccinated. They cannot get vaccinated. So why yeah. would you send kids back to school with no masks? Like I. This this you want to send the whole world back into the pandemic because it's not how many people have children and once the children get infected the parents get affected infected but here's the the, uh, parents go to work and infect everybody else but here's the thing people not talking about and thank goodness for being in a uh, a house with a person who works in the medical field and who has friends who are in the medical field I'm privy to information that people I don't think really get because everybody yelling be vaccinated be vaccinated be vaccinated you still get COVID even if you're vaccinated I don't know why that is not why people can't comprehend that because exactly you get get the flu shot you still can get Get the the flu flu. and and for people to be like they they post all these TikToks and shit of people saying oh um you don't want to take the flu shot or I mean you don't want to take the uh COVID shot okay then die no that you're gonna you could die from 
uh, getting a vaccine. You know, like you can get the vaccine and still catch COVID. There's cases where people who caught COVID after being fully vaccinated and still died from COVID. Like it is, it's not a hundred percent. So for people to, it's not a guarantee, right? They always say that even with the flu shot it's not a guarantee. That uh, is wild to me. The idea of that being vaccinated. First of all, there are studies that show that the amount of people that died from COVID is far less than the amount of people that die from the flu every year. It's just that in the short amount of time in which people died, it was very alarming. Yeah, because it, it, it so, ran rampant. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So the idea is I don't understand how people don't get that. It's not a safer bet. I don't know why they think and that. And then it's still, we, you all still are in the experimental phase. Like, there's no data that proves this to be true. You know, like, that. that's why I think people missing. One, we missing the fact that this, because you're vaccinated, does not mean you still won't get COVID. You know, you still taking a gamble because there's no data that supports anything other well, than no, you are they, the test subject. I was just going to say, I don't think people comprehend that you are part of the test. We are all part of the test. Those who get vaccinated and, and those, those who don't, who don't. Get the vaccinated. placebo and the actual, you know, like it, I mean, I didn't, I didn't understand why the CDC said no masks were necessary. I think that was a big mistake. However, eventually we are going to have to get back to normal, but I'm cool with still wearing a mask. Like, Oh, I'm definitely going to, I don't care if I was triple vaccinated. Right. I'm definitely going to wear a mask. Because it, it's, it's lessened some symptoms of just regular, like, cold and, and flu. And that's the thing and, that you don't know is yeah. that when you have, like, a sneeze, I attribute that to my allergies because they come around every three and a half, four months. When the when the season changed. And when it first started, baby, I thought I was on my deathbed. Like, I was shook every right. time I had the sneeze or cough. And I was just like, or got a slight, you know, sinus headache or something like that. But then I'm like, Sasha, you have sinuses. Take like, care. calm down. Medications. But well, I, I, I think I hate that. To, I hate to be in the office and see people coughing or sneezing. Because it's just going to put a fear in you that, and you know. And then they're going to send people home. But what's the point? You know what I'm saying? What's the point of bringing people back in the office? The economy. That's what it is. You know, they trying to. Trying but when to, I work for a private bank, commercial banking company. But you. Therefore. We it, it it's not the economy. We've been working, but you know it's 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 the it's the fact that they want people and and not just for you. Yeah, you know for you that is your case. But the reality is, if you in your car, that means you need gas. If you're driving your car, you got to get gas. You got to get lunch. You got to you know you, know you, you thinking smart. simple to you, but there's well, things that and occur. I'm thinking you're talking about actually having people um, that because we do have a lot of processes that are. Elect like uh electronics. So right. I'm thinking in that way that but um, you gotta, the processes that we're doing kind of been de- has been delayed based on nah, the pandemic. I'm thinking about thinking just about you as a moving. consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. talking about you as a consumer. They need you. 
Yeah. They need you to be at work. The they need you to be hungry. Yeah, they need you to be up. hungry to order yeah. your Uber. They need you, like you said, taking your public uh, trans uh, transit so you can pay those fares because they Baby, still got because that monthly unlimited pass and save me $107 a month. Hello? You and, and, a year? and you see what I'm saying? That's the expense you ain't And had. then for Metro, the people who ride Metro, that's $250 a month. And think about some people who at home and, done, and like, hey, I ain't got to order no food because I've been at home and I can eat whatever's in this house. Some people still order out, but then some people be like, hell, I'm at home. I'm going to eat what I got left over from last night. Or mm-hmm. I eat this until, you know, like, it's 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 still, like, now you got a lot of people got to go buy new clothes because they got these new COVID bodies, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when I tell you I locked them business casual clothes up, baby, I think I threw some away, baby. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just told my manager just, no, I'm going to be in here late. You gonna just have to roll with it because I've been rolling out of bed like ten to fifteen minutes before I had to be to work. Yep. Now people gotta go get their hair done and you know gotta look presentable gotta with wear bras yes. and panties. Like so this this is what they need. They need this economy fund. They need you to invest in these things that you wasn't even concerned and care about, about before. The things that you cared about before because yeah. now we don't give a damn. Yep. And low key, I mean, it still can go. You know, you can still find you your low maintenance hairdos where you like, hey, y'all gonna get this low messy bun or you gonna get this hot messy bun or you gonna get this natural beat or you gonna get this bare face. Because if you wearing a mask, how the hell are they gonna know what's going on underneath? You know, like it just is what it is. I think it's then created a whole new way of, of living. I just I and one even though public transportation and all of that has slowed down, I think money has increased in other areas. And just like the economy, you have to flow. Yep. When when more when when the mortgage uh plummeted, we were on the back end of servicing mortgages, doing foreclosures and all that, and that people got jobs from that. I was one who was doing foreclosure documentation. Like it was said that I had a job, but I did have a job. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and then when the mortgages picked up, I lost my job, and it, people went back to sales. Right. So you gotta we adjust. gotta ever flow. Yeah. So I don't get the point of just. Now everybody can go get jobs at Comcast for the internet or something. Right. Like, I don't <laughs> get it. Like, But, yeah, it, I mean, there's so much going on. We know that we're dealing with COVID. And um, also right now we're dealing with, um, the world is dealing with the war between uh, Palestine and Israel. Mm. And there's so much laws, so much stuff that's going on. Um, but strangely enough, like, it's not as televised as I would thought it would be. Like, well, you know, this is a constant war. True. This is a constant religious True. war. True. That is never really televised. And I think it's not televised because America um, backs Israel every time. So. I, I'm going to ask. I'm about to step in. I'm about to step in. Why you think that's the case? I'm going to step in it just for a little bit. I don't know why I why I believe it's the case, baby, because, um, you know, what is it? Eighty percent of Americans are Christian. Mm-hmm. So you have to stand behind the Jews because they're the original. You know, the Old Testament is Jewish mm-hmm. and the beliefs and the, the the way that they work. And that's how Christianity is. Basically, uh, traditions are grounded in is um, Old Testament Jewish beliefs um like um easter is supposed to be um dang i had it on my mind just that fast passover Mm -hmm. that came from that you know the the commandments and all of that all of that was in 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 israel you know so i think 
America stands behind it because they believe the religion. Right. And then, you know. It's just easy for them to turn a blind eye. Or just just believe that, you know, they are just for murdering millions of people. Because that's what it is. It's murder. Well. It's genocide. Well. It's, in a way, colonization. Um, they fighting over land. Um, historically, it's about you know religion, so and power. Yeah, you know. Never mind. You well, I we just know religion is often used to to gain power. You know, yeah. like when you when you put religion behind something, it, it's always it's a, a power mean, play yeah, and it's a definitely. control issue, and it's between men exactly so this ain't even our fight this ain't even our fight we don't need to talk about it we already know what it is okay all right mm-hmm. okay girl okay but i do not agree with it because it, it it's 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 wrong it, it's it's wrong on all it's wrong on all accords just because i mean in just in the u.s alone we fight for equality on all you know all stands now do we get it all the time no of course not but you know we often fight in a fight of age race religion sex it's uh gender identity it's always a fight that we have health health care yes uh, health care you know education it's mm-hmm. it's always a fight that we got but i mean or we have but it is wild to me that it sounds so elementary like, oh, you are uh you you are a Christian and what you supposed to stand for is supposed to be better than what I stand for as See now what I'm about to say Okay will get me in Facebook jail again. Okay, well we're not on Facebook. But it sounds elementary because you are a woman. And remember what we just said two seconds ago. This is a fight between men and power. So okay. that's that's all I that's all we'll, I'm gonna we'll say. leave it there. We'll leave it because there. as a woman, you already know certain things that men do just don't Are make trivial. sense. And, and it's it it's ego based. It's pride Most based. Definitely. Most definitely pride for sure. Pride for sure. Like y'all, you you are killing someone from an old age belief with no direction. And and like I respect religion, religious people. I respect the the faith, the the commitment to it. You know, it brings out a lot of good things in people when yeah. they flow into it. It it gives discipline, honor, respect, faith, uh, but those humility, are, yeah, all of you those know, things. Those are good um morals and values to have. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I much like you, I'm not religious. I'm more spiritual. Mm-hmm. I, more than anything, I do believe in God. I do believe in like the Most High. I, I you can miss me with all the other fluff behind it, and I know there's good and there's bad. You know what I'm saying? So I know if I'm doing something and it's with ill intent, then uh, I'm gonna reap my. The, car- that's the thing is, is it's so ingrained and when. When the when it co- turns to occultism and all of that, it's so ingrained that it don't even feel like ill intentions. It feels like you're, you're doing being a righteous. duty. Yeah, righteous. 
understand. I understand. So, it just like we go back to men, how we be like, why do they think a certain way? And they, and then when you look at them and you look in their eyes and you like, you really believe what you did was okay, bro. So like I'm about to I, step I out of this you. real quick. So I I agree, but I'm gonna step out of this real quick. I was looking at the news and I want to say her name is Liz Cheney. She was a Republican. I don't know what chair she held or whatever, but they ousted her. Because she didn't agree with what Trump had going on. She was like, this man needs to stop saying that this election was stolen. Like, that's not the truth. Stop letting him say that. And they was interviewing people from, this was uh, on um, the news. They were interviewing people from Wyoming. When I tell you, all the people that they interviewed, be it man or woman, they was always like, uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, we stand behind Trump. He, she, she, she should have been uh, fired. Uh, yeah, the election was rigged, and I was like, y'all literally live in a different world. Like, you really, really believe the words that you're saying because you really believe that everybody thinks like those of you in Wyoming. You mm-hmm. think nobody else exists except for those people like you, and and if they do exist. You are beneath me. You are inferior to my thinking. Or, my or they thinking feel like they're so minute. They're so, so, so small of a number that it's impossible. That's, that's what I, I got from the conversation. Yeah. I got that it was impossible to have a large enough number that believe greater than them because they had to be the majority. They literally was like, and you live in Wyoming. Exactly. A place nobody like, thinks about. Nobody like, oh, I'm going to go visit you Wyoming. You're not even on the top five biggest city. 10, list, like 20, 30, 40. They might be 45. It's ridiculous. It's, it's sad. It's giving me small mind. It's giving me. Uh, cousins and and brother, <laughs> sister and brother love. It it's giving me much. I can't chew because I don't have any teeth. <laughs> Baby, I was I when I say I was just lost, but that that just shows me like th- that's the best thing I can equate. You know what's going on? Like it it just gave me that people can be so close-minded or so like you said so ingrained in what they believe that nothing else really do exist and 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 and, and, I can and believe really it. you can't help them the only thing that you really can do is say i cannot participate with you in that way and nor can i give you power to even be in positions to make decisions or i can act like you don't exist like you act like i don't exist <laughs> like <laughs> I, I can leave See, you where you stand is, of course i'm aware of you whereas you uh, on, on my part, I'm aware that you exist. Yeah. But I don't have to engage with you because right. that requires too much energy. And but I to, need awareness enough to know how to handle you and how to maneuver around you. And yes. that's what I'm saying. Um, and to be uh, aware of the power that you you, you try to gain or you that believe you that you have the, yeah. the, the belief because on their part, they don't think we exist. So therefore they can't even prep for it. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's the problem. They didn't prep for people who didn't believe like them. So therefore they so at a loss for words that they can't believe that it occurred because they didn't think that it was possible. Mm-hmm. But anyways, 
it's 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 interesting i wanted to mention another sad thing that's on the news and that um it's getting some attention but i don't think we know how great of a deal that uh, people in India are dying from this new strand of COVID. The extent, yeah. It is insane. They, it's very it's devastating. It's about like 4,500 people dying a day. That's, um, I saw an article saying um, one lady, one lady from India uh, literally woke up right before she was about to be cremated. It's and I was just like, because, you know, they getting word that once it, it ravaged a site so bad that the people who are there to help the medical people or, you know, the volunteer, they're being told to leave. You know, they are being told to abandon these sites because even if even if the person is alive, if it gets to like a certain level, they are told to leave for their safety because what they out of oxygen they they don't don't have have the help they don't have nowhere to put these people they've used every site that they can you know they they using all the sites that they can to cremate these people because they burning them because they They have they ran out of supplies to cremate these people and and it's it's, and i have a few co-workers who mentioned like um they don't even know what's happening they saying people they you have you only can go outside between a couple so a certain hours to go to the grocery store. If they catch you on your front porch, you are going to jail. Like you can't even come outside. And at this time, because I spoke to a couple of coworkers um, who are in India through Zoom and everything, and they like it is hot as hell out there at this point. Could like, you imagine this? It, it could. It I can imagine that it looks damn near apocalyptic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You see things burning, people just everywhere. They said people that are staying at home are catching COVID. Like how? What? What is it? Is it's, it in the water? You, is it in the air? But can you imagine if they're burning them? You know what I'm saying? Just we we don't we not aware of this. I don't I I don't know what the burning point is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know if it could travel before the body is completely cremated or you know like. How how is this absorbed in the air compared to the the fumes or the um that it's so devastating to think that these are people you know yeah. what I'm saying so the fumes or the um they say babies are being born with it like it's sad it's and, it's very devastating um I just hope it gets better soon. I hope they figure something out because it's just it. And to me, it's not making sense. Like, I feel like there's a missing link in the story somewhere. I mean, well, we know that it is, it's, uh, uh, one of the lesser developed nations, you know, in, in certain areas. So we can only imagine that, you know, the rural areas that is, is, is spreading rapidly because there is probably no, you know, um, plumbing to wash your hand as frequent as we have there's no um and more rural areas you know what i'm saying so we have to think about things that we would normally see us disinfect and do where those things are not so one of my co-workers mentioned that they were much like america 
like chilling and just been like, uh, or like Chicago, it ain't real, right? Like, uh, we good, you know, we kicking and it. And then all it took know. was probably one or two people to come into a village and a whole village and not to mention, or a whole you know, area, whole. the people, you know, um, when we on Zoom calls, they got a whole 15 person dinner in the background, so tradition. Are they all, they're always together a lot. Yeah, you know, so, so that probably. So my um esthetician, she is uh, Indian and she spoke about how she lived with her husband's um, mother when they first got married and his, his brothers and their wives and they all lived together. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can only imagine that, you know. These are houses and not much like unlike us. You know what I'm saying? It's it's generations living with each other. I've noticed that in the Asian community when I lived in Minnesota. They would have the mother, the father, and then the son and his wife, and then the daughter and her husband and their kids. And they all, you know, people got the basement, second, you know. It's just that's how they and they ate dinner together. And you can just see how it can just spread. All my family members, we can only do that. On holidays, baby, look, I'm not even sorry. Yeah, we we have our moments. Some some be good get together, and some just be like, you should left them people where they where they was at. But it's it's devastating, and my prayers are with um, those family. Um, I hope they get the humanitarian aid that they need. I because do at this point, I feel like a lot of places don't want to take the risk of entering. And the fact that America didn't send aid um, and guns to Israel, allegedly, I'm going to say allegedly because, you know, I'll be reading articles that don't mean it's true. Um, I would have rather them send it to India. Well, you know, they committed to so many doses of um, the vaccine. Now, we're not talking about PPE. We're not talking about um, people on the ground. We're not talking about oxygen. I, You know, I don't know. To what level? Because at this point, that's what they need. You know, like, it's it's wild. It's wild. But our prayers go out to those people. Like, we're really praying for those families. And um, we we hope that everybody just really understand. Understand that COVID is real. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Being vaccinated does not exclude you. It does not exempt you. It, it it you we I want everybody to take the precautions that they need necessary to go ahead and get through this pandemic because uh before we know it it's gonna be winter again and we Flu we back fighting a whole right other situation back on our ass exactly and it's just too much but yeah. it's crazy but so we was talking we uh-huh. was having conversation and um. I think friendship comes up a lot for us. Yeah. Um, especially for me lately. I don't know. I feel like I be going through a little midlife crisis or whatever. <laughs> Dang, we are not 30 something. Uh, look, like, this is the mid well, midlife what, crisis. Right. This something? Is, when is the normal? 45? Like, uh, I think so. But, I mean, we living longer now, whatever. So, but, so this is the, the, the quarterly crisis, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I just be having moments where I be like, you know what? I think I'm about to lose some friends or I'm not feeling this, you know, I don't be knowing like what it is, what's the, what the feels are, but I be feeling some type of way. And I just be like, uh, feel like some people about to fall off. And I I don't often know how I get to that point, but I do often find myself wondering, um, 
And I've asked a friend before, like, and I think I asked you before, too. Like, am I not the friend that I think I am? Because sometimes in in return, I don't receive things how I want to. And I'll say how I want. Mm -hmm. Because that don't always mean that's how somebody willing to give it to you. you Exactly. Um, And I mentioned this to you before that um, usually like when you people go through seasons of like friends falling off. And then I had this conversation with another friend. I was like uh, a, a friend who I fell out with. You know, we came back together and we were close. And then I told her, it's possible that we might drift into a different, and I don't don't like to say fall off unless it's really like a bad disagreement and you just don't want to associate yourself. Because sometimes people grow apart. Right. And and not even though even grow apart that I think it's phases too, because I, I'm real big on, um, not caring about losing friends. And I want to explain that. <laughs> so when I mean I don't care about losing friends, I am not um, hell-bent on having a specific type of relationship with a friend. So, like, sometimes, like, you go out every weekend with one friend. That's your, you know, party friend. I think it can transition into a different type of friendship. Like, oh, so we do self-care now. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to the club. But or- I guess that's kind of like, I'm not going to say falling off. You know, I feel like, like you said, we come in waves. Exactly. So, like, we can, if if you go left, I go right, but then we end up back in the center. You go left, I go right, then we end up back in center. You know, like, it's different waves and things in people in life, and I think that you actually come back to meeting them. If I can use us as an example, mm-hmm. like for us, we were tight in high school. We was, we, me and Sasha been together. Like we, when we was in high school, we was like every day. Yes. Ebony and Ivory. You saw her. You saw me. We was together. Like yep. Tamara was like, Hey, I need to go there. My mama told me to go do this. You want to ride with me? Yes. I'm on. Yes. We was Pick together me up. all the time. I got a boatload of pictures of us just laying in the bed, taking pictures, going here, going there, whatever. We went to college together. Um, and I want to say about maybe sophomore year. Sophomore no, year. junior year. So, but I'll say sophomore because it, 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 it kind of, this is where we start to go a little bit op- opposite. And I would say sophomore, second semester. Because I would say I was dating my ex at the time and my time was split between my friends Friends and him yeah Mm -hmm. so and that's a transition too and see and this is what I mean about um adapting to it doesn't mean that there there is a um grow apart it's just you need me in a different way right so that doesn't to me in my head it doesn't mean like you drift apart it's just you need me differently and I'm a water sign. I'm very adaptable. I'm a move and I'm a, because I believe like I'm, I'm a be who you need me to be. Like and, I can and, do what, I can do everything. I, and that's true for yeah. you. But Queen FOMO right here, <laughs> I be missing, like I, I promise you, <laughs> I'm so glad they gave it a word because I hate missing out on stuff. Like it, it gets under my skin and I would be feeling some type of way. Like, you know, we was also roommates. So at this time we stayed in like a four uh, room unit mm-hmm. and 
each person had their own little bathroom. And then the only place that we shared was like the living room and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So when you would be with the other two girls who were also our friend and associate, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> I would feel, I'd be like, dang, what I'm missing out. But this is conversation y'all might have had while I was off, uh, what we call, uh, caking. Yeah. So, but in, 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 to be in all honesty, and it's funny because we never had this conversation because we didn't have that conversation. It was just understood that Tamara was with her boyfriend and that's, it, it was no like, oh, we leaving her. She went our boyfriend. And, and, and it wasn't like that. It was like, that's her boyfriend. Like, And Queen Fama was like, hold on, wait a minute. They doing something without me? Like, they could have at least told me. Like, that's just me in general. I'm, I, and I'm still like that. But I'm and, working and, on it. And, and also remember that the other two friends also had boyfriends. I'm the only one who never had a boyfriend. I mean, but you had a situation. I had a situation, but for very, and that was junior. That was that wasn't even sophomore. Yeah. That was yeah. That was yeah. towards the second yep. year. So yep. that was like two months of re, or two or three months. No, that was okay. That was her okay. All. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank but you. I had a situation, but it still wasn't a boyfriend in a situation. But you know, so like we was dating. And that, like, you know, we needed time to ourselves. You know, we we were, I wasn't was dating. School. I was hunching. <laughs> I wasn't dating. We was just, y'all went you know, we dates, was together. Y'all hung out. Y'all, yeah, we was together. Y'all walked to class together. You know, we was young. So, you know, yeah. expectations is low. Yeah. But in all reality. I'm better now. I'm better now. <laughs> in, all, in, in real true reality, everybody had a boyfriend but me. So, I had to adapt to everybody. I am uh, Understandable. But again, Queen FOMO right here. <laughs> I was just like, damn, okay. So come junior year, I moved out and it yep. had nothing to do with y'all. It was just the, it was No, uh, it was uh, my finances. Co- yeah, my yeah. cousin, me and my cousin lived to get uh end up moving together. And it was just easier financially for our family to pay for one apartment to then be paying half a rent for each other somewhere and else. And also you were still paying out of state fees at that point. Baby, yes. And I was wasn't chewing my ass. I was up. blessed. My mama set me up. Girl, and then for the, the out-of-state fees to be $500 now. Ooh. No, it's free. Ain't no out-of-state fees. Get the flip out of here. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Ain't and no out-of-state fees. Yeah, don't tell me that. Again, Queen FOMO, I want to write him a letter. Can you reimburse me for my out-of-state fees? Anyways, so that's how like I end up being, you know, even more out of the loop. And, and at the time, I really, it wasn't that hard because I was trying to get the hang of you know being a young adult uh-huh. you know living on my own trying to work dealing with my my roommates you know it was just it was a lot it was a lot so I didn't always make it back to campus because I, at the time I didn't have a car so when me and my cousin would go back to campus we would go back together because we um had our classes around the same time. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I could be like, oh, let me jump in my car and go see. So it just kind of just withered. And it just. And there were little things, you know, little, you know, petty female situations in the midst of all of that. I'm about to say, you have to tell me because, again, my memory is real for real terrible. So, again, like I told you, I'm not going to be feeling no type of way. But No, I- no, no. I'm just saying, like, amongst everyone. Because I remember something happened. Well, we already know the thing with the one friend yeah. and the boyfriend. Yeah. 
So that one was a little um, break for everybody because everybody kind of was like involved because everybody had their own opi- their opinions and how they felt about them or whatever. And then um, we had the thing about when we had the same class and we had that project. Yeah. Well, you say it was a project and I say it was a it, project. No. So. This this is again where our memory differ because you refer to a project and I refer to you leaving for class. So for you, I let you tell you the project part and then I'll tell you what what it was for me. Okay, so and this I'm was sophomore about, year still. No, this was junior year. Okay. So there were two. So the one that I'm talking about is when I you remember we had I think it was a marketing class and um. I didn't come to class that day and everybody was chosen to have their own positions and I wasn't the one there and y'all chose me to be the leader. Cause you remember you and Nadia had was considered the writers or something to where y'all had the, it was people who had to write up. We had to do a S we had to do a PowerPoint and we had to do an essay part. And then there were people that who wrote pieces of the essay and you and Nadia were supposed to put them together. And I was the leader, so I was just supposed to facilitate and keep stuff in order. I really didn't have no job. And I was like, why y'all going to make me the leader? And I wasn't even here for class. That was dumb as hell. Y'all want us to fail. <laughs> but um, and you were not, you was like, you, you were not even supposed to put it together. I don't know what, what, what role, I don't remember the role that it was said that y'all was supposed to have. And so I think it was like 11 of us or, no, it was probably like eight of us in a group. We had um, what what was that girl name? We don't got to get the names. I don't remember. Okay, I, like I'm so, just not even. And lie, then the issue remember. was, from what my memory, is that um, the people were supposed to give you the pieces of the essay, and y'all were supposed to type them up and make it flow into one essay. And so you had the piece. You said you was gonna give it to me. I said, well, why you got to give it to me? You and Nadia are supposed to type it up. You said I'm not typing it up. I don't type. That's what I remember. And I was just like. Okay, well, just give it to me. And I was in class, and you brought me the piece from, what's his name, Vernon or something like that? Vern. Vern. Yeah, it was Vern. Okay, so now as you talk, um, I don't know how I might have said it, but I know me. And, you know, I never did type, though. Yeah. So that's why I I, I don't think I said it. I, I don't, just listening again, I don't know what the context was, but again, I probably just was thinking we was friends and I'm like, girl, you know, I'm tight, you know, so I wouldn't have never. And see, my thing was, was then why would you take the job if you knew you weren't going to Because it was because I didn't have to speak. Exactly. <laughs> you know, probably because like, I didn't have to I'm speak. I'm over here leading. I'm doing, I ain't want this job and Even, I'm doing it. Why can't you and Nadia put it together? And see, and and as and I'm here, I was like, okay, just give it to me. We we met, and, see, you, and you I would have never class. thought that was an issue because I just thought we was friends. And again, that's taking advantage. I I will take that ownership of that because that would be taking advantage because I never did type. Remember, I even bought like a whole damn program where I could talk into the computer. And I remember and type. me typing everything because yeah. I'm a typist. Yeah, so I, again, I'm going to apologize because I wouldn't have <laughs> never, you know, I would have never thought me saying that would have led to anything, you know, negative. I just always knew I didn't type and I knew it would take me forever. So that's... I'm gonna take that one. I'm gonna take that L. And and but and now that I think about it, why didn't people just email it to you so you can copy and paste and put it into 
put it in order and then add your little. But we went we, uh, then, you know, technology was not as big. I ain't gonna make it seem like we super old, but this was the early 2000s. We still had we emails really, though. I mean, we had emails, but this was still the early 2000s. I think a couple people did uh, actually put it. We, I, I do. What's her name? Stormy. I think so. Yeah, Stormy like was like put it on the zip drive, and then we would go to people, save it on the zip drive, and then we put it Again, in order. Your memory so way better. Than I mine. had to end up putting it in order. And typing it out, and I was like, "God damn it, I'm doing more as a leader. I'm doing more to goddamn work." You was leading, girl, and I wasn't. <laughs> and then I wasn't supposed to talk. And then we we had all met. You didn't come because I don't. Know, I assumed you had an attitude. Because nah, it probably, when, that when probably wasn't it. Paper, but that probably wasn't it. Uh, like I told you, I didn't have a car, so I, basically. Yo, it be your own family. <laughs> it be your own family. And at, at one point in time, I think I was coming to the school and I got in a car accident in my cousin's car. So I don't know if that was the day or not. Mm. Baby, I was devastated. I was like, damn, she already don't want to let me use the car. And then somebody had slapped the shit out of it. And I was like, So on it. the end of this story, so I had got over that because, you know, I don't hold on to stuff too long. I just really just. At that time, I didn't. Now, baby, I can hold a grudge, baby. I will kill you. But at that time, I was just like, okay, we did that. It was over. But when it came, when we, we were supposed to meet, and then we realized that, because there were supposed to be specific speakers, the people who wrote it was going to speak. But then, as we were hearing about the teacher, it was like, it's best for all of us to speak to make it seem like everybody doing something. You were the only one who didn't show up to the um, last meeting. Okay. When we put everything together. I was going to say, that don't seem like I wouldn't. Again, my memory. I don't know why you didn't show up. You just said you weren't coming. You know, and it was, you know, I ain't coming. Okay. And then when we went to present, everybody was standing in a certain corner. You was all the way on the other side. I said, this girl is crazy. Probably because I was fucking confused. Like, again. At least stand by the phone. You, like, literally, if it's a, a whiteboard, we was all right here. You were literally on the opposite side of by yourself. And I was like, this girl mm. is fucking nuts. Memory bad. So I'm just taking this story like, <laughs> what the fuck was she doing? And you know what? Everybody was like, Sasha, how do you remember all that stuff from college? Like, and I don't know if it's because that was like really my first time ever interacting with so many women and just really having friends and being worried about my own life that I had so much space to remember stuff because we'd be like Sasha how do you remember that like literally girl I think we probably smoked too much because I can't remember and maybe just because I consider college the best time of my life even though there was some stuff there I just really took in the experience and I remember damn near everything I don't remember nothing y'all could tell me I was hanging from a fucking tree I probably believe you was like girl you was swinging from the tree like a monkey okay you got pictures because I don't remember what was I wearing like my memory tragic it's tragic but um that's neither here nor there um we definitely you know we we made it back though Mm -hmm. we made it back we made amends um we had the conversation. I don't know. I think I reached out to you and I was like, you know, I don't know what happened, um, what occurred. I remember I reached out to you one day and I said, I had a dream about you. How, is everything going okay? And you said, no, your mother was sick. See, again, your memory better than mine. And this was and then more I was like, recent. You know, the, and that was, I was in Minnesota at that point. It was like, this is at least 
eight years ago. Gotta be. And then I was like, I'm praying for your mother. And my mama had kept saying, have you talked to Tam? And sir? you know, that was the same here. It was, what's Sasha doing? I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, what's Sasha doing? And when I say like every season, every year, like it was, what's I, I said, I really don't talk to her, so I can't really tell you. And I'm like, what's Sasha I don't know. It, well, it wasn't an attitude. And it I just seen like, I used like, to talk. Tamara got married. What? I, See, your mom Tamara got a baby. She's like, then, oh, my God, my baby and then, and got then, a baby. And yep. Like, oh. And then Nina be like, how my grandchild doing? Uh. And I'm like, girl, she doing okay. And then, like, but when we actually got back together, my mama cried. You know, like, she, I told you, I said she was crying real tears. Yeah, you called like, me, like, on FaceTime, like, I want you to see crying real tears she was like i'm so and and this is well after like we made amends and mm-hmm. we i think we was discussing the podcast and you mm-hmm. had came over and she was like bawling and, and she was like i'm just so happy i said girl you need to get it together you need to find you some better excitement but um like we said, I want to discuss like having friendships and like maintaining them. So whereas our case was we we kind of grew apart, and again, I know you don't say grow, but I I do think life took us in different directions. Yeah, I, definitely yeah. took us in different directions, and then we end up coming back together. And because there were no ill wills, you know, we yeah. end up back like we you know like we never left. Like stuff occurred in your life. Of course, you know I'm playing catch up, and then again, my memory is. Trash. And also, I contribute a lot of stuff to, you know, finding our the way. best communicators back yeah, then. Yeah, we found our way. And also, just like some shit, like certain things that, like, it was it was a project at school. Like, why would I still be mad at that? But then also, like how we talk about. Like, you didn't uh, kill my mama. Like, <laughs> but we talk about having friendships and what it takes to maintain. And what, what I do know is I was never taught about friendships you know what I'm saying like when you a kid your family don't really t- I, well for me my friendship never my my family never told me about friendships it wasn't like oh when you get a friend this is what you can expect from them this is what you require from them this is what a friend is for you know you always like this my friend this my friend this my I tell my daughters now that's not your friend and I try to distinguish to them what a friend is or you know like stay yeah. young but you know like and you know what now that I'm thinking I don't think my, my mother has never said like this is what you need from a friend now when I was younger she did tell me like yeah, you know right. friends of a feather flock together when she didn't want me to be a friend with a certain girl who right. was doing things that I had not been, been interested in to, and yeah. or just wasn't participating in right um i was exposed to it but, but it wasn't that wasn't like I was what you were doing and, right. I, and i had to explain to my mother like just because she's doing it doesn't mean that i'm doing it but then you know i had to come to a decision myself and like i don't want to be, be associated be associated or just be friends with her because she's moving in a way that i don't think is honorable and that had to do with me. Right. But to do that with would have to be choices some, for herself. But that would have to be a conversation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. at what point do you have these conversations or, you know, how, how do you know how to have healthy friendships if you don't know what you're supposed to be looking and for? And you know what? We was like freshmen in high school at that time. So at that time, you don't have those conversations because nobody teaches you to have those conversations. But I think those she, are she also reached out to me and asked me, like, what happened with our friendship? 
And I was like, are you serious? You don't remember? <laughs> but I think those are conversations that need to be had because if you forming bonds, you need to know what kind of bonds you have and why you trying to make this a, why is this a bond? Like, what are you bonding over? Like y'all both like to play with, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So we have, even as a kid, you got to say, Hey, this your friend. Oh, what do you like about her? You know, because even I really don't want to talk about relationship, but just in general, when you talk about relationship and you ask somebody, well, what is it you like about this person? And they can't even give you nothing for real. They can't articulate what, what, what they're feeling. Exactly. Or what so they, you have to be what able- they know about you. And, and it's just like, it just feels good. Right. So you, I think that's important to, to instill in people at a young age to identify the good feeling with the behavior. Exactly. So then people can articulate how they feel. And I think it, it is very helpful. Then you can, you know, make certain calls and associations that are like aligned together. Exactly. And this go for what we trying. I think what more so what we trying to uh, make aware, you know, mm-hmm. uh, manifesting in your life. So if you want certain things, you have to align yourself with certain people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So as a kid, you have to let them know, hey, if you're hanging with her and you like her, you like, oh, she like she know how to flip and I want to know how to flip and she does this, she do that. Know what you 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 seek in that person. So mm-hmm. that way you able to know why you're there. You know what this relationship is for. Um, uh, I want to say his name was Jalen Rose. He was a basketball player. He was like uh, I was watching him do the. Uh, mcdonald's uh championship thing uh since they wasn't doing it in person they was doing it uh over the tv and he was like people come in your life for uh a few reasons and it was like either they're gonna add to your life subtract from your life multiply or divide and once you identify that then you know how to handle them so i think once you even if we talk to kids on a certain level Mm -hmm. you have to kind of let them know what does she, how does she make you feel or what, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if you constantly getting more negative from them, then you, then, you know, you can kind of guide a child or yeah. even as adults, like it's, a, it's certain things that sometimes we got to sit back and say, if we trying to manifest and we trying to get things into a certain alignment, how are we going to align ourselves if we constantly aligning ourselves with people who are deviating from what we actually want? We would never get to where we want to be if we over here allowing people to take up space where they constantly taking from us. Mm-hmm. If 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 my goal is to either multiply or add, why am I dealing with somebody who constantly uh, subtracting and dividing. and dividing? If that's not what I'm looking for right yeah. now, because sometimes you do need to divide. You need to split up. And your- I think I think a lot of it's it's because then that it it's a part of accountability. Exactly. And it's and it's not just even it's both on the ends of um what you allow in your life and what you're doing to others. Exactly. So you, it's that is a big deal cuz a lot of people don't want to be accountable because then one you got to make hard decisions after that. Exactly. You but you got to break also- up with the person you've been with for 20 years or you know you have to you know say, hey, I was wrong when I was doing this, and I know this affected you in this way, this way, this way, this way, and I need to help me in that, and I don't know how long that's going to take. I don't know what I need to do. I probably got to do a lot of work, or just we need to leave because I don't know how I can 
mend it. You know what I'm saying? So that goes to aligning yourself. Like that also goes with setting goals or things that you want for yourself. Because if you don't know where you are going, how you going to get there? Right. You know what I'm saying? How you going to see the opportunities to get there? Exactly. And that's like, I guess that's part of maintaining a friendship. You know what I'm saying? Like how can you have a friendship or require or want something from somebody when you don't even know what it is you seek from them? Do you get validation from them? Do you are you fulfilled with just being in a presence? Are you are you satisfied from the adventures that they give you? Mm-hmm. You know, are you just excited that they are just uh, you know, make you feel warm? You know, like yeah. once you figure or are they out- a source a source of knowledge or you know a source of um, power, exactly whatever it may be. You have to know what it is you seek from a person before you, and then also what you got to offer. You know what I'm saying? A friendship is a two way street. So exactly. if if you if you want something from somebody, you gotta know that the only reason that they will want to keep you around or you know you will remain it used. will rem- it remain a healthy friendship. And I think people need to come to that realization that you are going to be used. That's the purpose of I mean, because yeah, you gotta know you offering something. You and, are and, offering and, something. And I hate the idea that people are like, you know, uh she just wanna use me well. You want to be of use because what's the point of being around somebody you just taken from? And I would say that be of use. Yeah. Be able to provide, be able to give, be able, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if, to if support, you, to yeah. aid, whatever you, you, and, and I just think all my, my thought process is like, what's the point? Uh, you, you, just you don't being around if you don't offer nothing you just don't want to do anything in your right. life like it just don't make sense and then me. but those are the friendships that fall off though like we know that's how it fall off if yeah. i constantly feel like i'm giving 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 and i'm not getting nothing in return it's like when this but person start to call to- though like when they start to call you be like oh i'm not answering the phone or, oh this person is draining because if they use you as as a garbage can to dump all their issues and their problems and on they you. emotions on you. Yes. If if they constantly need something from you, monetary or otherwise, mm-hmm. you do you don't want to be involved. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you not offering anything, what what is the motivation? That's that's one hundred. I mean, I mean, that's just where we at right now. And, and I, I, I find it crazy that I'm at this age and it's only becoming relevant now. That's what I'm saying. Like how much better people could we be if we had already known, like if you finding friends or you getting friends or any relationships that it has to be of some type of value Mm -hmm. in order for you to, to be where you want to be. Like we, these conversations have to be had so that we, people know how to, to move accordingly yeah and you know what it's um i find i've noticed that it's easy for me to be a friend um you are a good friend i didn't told you that before to receive because i'm a giver and but and you 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 are very thoughtful i've told you that before like you are very thoughtful and i appreciate that and without even like it's very natural and i think it just comes I don't know if it's my zodiac sign from being a cancer because, you know, cancers are nurturing and they already want to, you know, breastfeed the world. You know, if I had you got milk, enough, I would give it. You got enough. You got enough. <laughs> or just, you know, being the oldest from my siblings to where I mother them in times where. Yeah, but that all goes into who you are. Them. Yeah. You know, that's so all goes into who you I are. I think all the way around is just is natural for me to be a friend. What I'm I'm learning in relationship and relationships as a whole is the same thing you're learning at this moment to know what I'm looking for and to 
well, my biggest thing is to not sell myself short. Exactly. Because and as as the eldest, you know, usually you take whatever is given to you, and you yeah. let the other kids get it. Because but you, you know, know that's the, like you said, that's the nurturing part of you because you watch your mother do. You know, you yeah. watch your mother sacrifice. I know I've watched my mother not eat, and we eat. You know what I'm saying? And I I know what it looked like to to not ask for things because mm-hmm. I know it's not available. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to add that extra stress. Exactly. And so you like I'll go without. Whereas I know there's people who don't give a damn, like fuck what you talking about. Uh, this what I said. I want this. How you gonna get it? So I I I don't want to be inconsiderate, but however I I know what I want now. So if you cannot provide, I'm I don't think it's being inconsiderate. And also, I have to tell myself I deserve what I want. Exactly. So that's and that's just all the way around, like, um. And my thing is, I don't explain myself. Exactly. Because if you deserve it and you're not able to offer it, just don't, yeah. don't try to convince me that I don't deserve it or that I need to take something else. Lesser. Or, Lesser. Yeah. I don't or have I to. I should just, you know, consider something. I, th- this, yeah, I, I don't have to shrink myself. Maybe then, now is not the time. And also Maybe I, I don't get it from you. Maybe, you know, it's just not the one. And this is in friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you just can't provide. But that don't mean that. And, I, and, and also, it's okay that yeah. you are not the one. Exactly. That don't mean that. And I that think people don't understand that, like, um, if I ask something from a friend, if you can't do that, it's okay. Because you have your own wants and needs and movements in, in the exactly. world. Exactly. I, I wouldn't be a good friend or a good person if you wasn't to considered. demand you sacrifice for my sake. Exactly. I wouldn't ask that of nobody. Now, that would have to be your choice. Exactly. I think sacrifice should be a choice and not um, a ask. And I think people have people who do make sacrifice, they have to go in knowing that this is something that they want to do for themselves because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to come with resentment. Exactly. You will feel like you made sacrifices for a friend and... And, and you want that sacrifice back in return. You want you want reciprocity, and, and, and you and cannot w- ask somebody exactly. because you made a choice. And that's why, I, and I yeah, so exactly. And that's mm-hmm. and and that's the conversation that we've had before. I'd mm-hmm. be like, am I not the friend that I think I am because I would do this for them? And the reality is, because I would do this for them, I cannot expect the same thing in return, mm-hmm. especially if the people are not capable of returning it. You know what I'm saying? So if I do it, I have to know that I'm doing it because I want to. Exactly. I'm I'm no longer doing things that I feel obligated to. Mm-hmm. You know, like that I like you said, I will be looked at like, oh, she didn't do it. So we we mature past that, I feel like. Like we we beyond that point. We like you said, we all adults, we all have our lives, we all got things that going on. And if I can't, I just can't. You know? And and you don't have to explain. Yes, and I have a bad habit of that. I I give explanations just unnecessarily, and I, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't like to take explanations from friends because I tr- you're my friend, and I know your character. When you say you can't do something, or either you're making a choice for your for whatever you can't because you physically can't, mentally can't, financially can't, and I don't I don't want you to have to explain to cause you more stress. So you can't, you just can't. I will figure it out. And if I don't figure it out, oh, fucking well. That's just the core. That's the, 
the way that's the course that I'll be taking. And and that's the I, I am the and I'm gonna be okay. And I, I gotta get used to it. And and not just even in your case. Like I don't think I've had any places where I felt like I had to say like, Oh, I can't do it because but I will be that person. I'm not gonna be able to do it because and then I'd be like, Why you gotta tell them you just can't? Or, and I think it, I think you know as a friend you want to be considering be like hey I got this thing and da, 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 da. and that's cool because I do it too like hey I need to do this I can't can we reschedule for this because uh I'm not you know right type of thing but you really don't have to explain you don't have to say sorry I can't make it or sorry I did this don't explain to me you have your own life because, and I respect it one hundred percent and and those I think that's the levels to friendship. You know what I'm saying? I, I really do feel like when you have, I, and I think for me, I treat all my friends the same. Y'all know I, I'm an oversharer. I give y'all TMI way too, <laughs> way too much. Like I overshare everything, but I just feel like if I'm going to tell one, I'm going to tell the other. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not, I'm not piecemealing information. Now, is there somebody that I call before I call the other one? Yeah, because I know one is available before the other ones are. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean that y'all not going to get all the same information. Hell, I done put y'all all in a group. And if you are my friend, you are my friend and you know. Like, yeah. if you know, you know. But outside of that, like, I'm not picking and choosing. I feel like when you, I consider you my friend, you are my friend. We had this conversation and I treat y'all all the, I treat y'all all the same, but I also treat y'all all accordingly. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, no, and I 100% get that. Like, yeah. all accordingly based on how each one communicate, how each one likes to be talked to. Right. When, but y'all all get the yeah. same information. It might all come, you know, like, well, one, I know I can FaceTime, the other one I can text, the other one I can call, you know, the mm-hmm. other one I see in person. But y'all all get the same damn information with my oversharing ass. <laughs> and see, and I don't, I don't share unless you ask. And you know I'm asking all the questions. Exactly. So what happened? So we were like, so um, are we gonna talk about? So we gonna talk about him, and you know what happened? I mean, I was waiting to get to that point. <laughs> I was gonna ask, but I was gonna let you say it first. Uh, yeah, I I like for y'all to just tell me because I be sitting there like a little schoolgirl with my feet kicked up, like so. What happened? <laughs> And see, and to me, I'm like, it's not, it's not, you I, know, I big information. All, I want it? all of it. I want all of it. If it's big, small, I want to know what happened. But, I mean, I think at this point in our lives, we, I, I think that friendships are important. Um, we still growing. We still mature. And we still find our place in this world. Um, like I said, I, we learning to align ourselves. And I would like to say, um. If you can, and I understand p- different people have different reasonings and personalities and um, diff- are in different places of your life, but um, be adaptable and just be able to maneuver through things and really consider um, how you um, make permanent decisions on things. Because if we got into it and I say, well, she's never going to be my friend again, then look at what I would cut out. I would have cut out this opportunity to have a podcast. We don't know where this podcast is going to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I do think, know. I know where it's going. Okay, girl. I've, I put this out there. It's okay. going somewhere. <laughs> but we don't, we, we have not met the future at this point. I'm going to say that we right. have not met the future at this point. So just think about permanent decisions that you make that could hinder 
your greatest dreams. Right. Because you're upset about a place in time where you were young, dumb, and what they say, well, look, come. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, just, and some things cannot be mended. You know, some people make decisions and do yeah, very devious things. Yeah. things that's just unspeakable and just, you, you just shouldn't mend. But, you know if it's wrong, you know if it's right, and you know where you are. Right. It might take you a little longer, you know, or whatever, but still consider. I think it's uh, you should consider it. I mean, you only got one life, and we don't know what's on the other side of that thing. So. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful to know, uh, I guess, to, to have the mindset to know that, you know, friendships are important and to know that, uh, to identify how people come into your life now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's more so important than anything. I feel like um, had I had the the mindset I have now, I, I more more than likely I would be further alone in what I desire. Yeah. But I, I feel like this is important information to have for people because maybe it's it's a, a thought process they've never considered. Right. So I'm I'm grateful that we do have this platform and to share this you information. Forty five or fifteen, I don't know. I don't know if I want fifteen year olds to listen to me because <laughs> I'd be cousin of a storm. But no matter the age, if somebody but I, can relay the message, this is relevant you know information, saying, right. very relevant. Because parents like I can said, give it to their teenage kids and just be like, well, you know, I had a couple of friends. I was listening to podcasts, a couple of friends who were into it in college, and you know, take your time, but. Oh, be open to so what might happen. Yeah, because yeah, it's definitely something to consider. It's definitely something to think about, something to grow on, something to sleep on, like to, to realize the type of relationships or uh, bonds you build in life, period. Mm-hmm. And just know how they might come back, come back around, play a role in your life later on. Like it, it, it just is, it's important. I, I really do feel like if we can shape them young, that people will make better decisions that better shape their lives. Yeah. So I, I really do think like, you know, this this is information that I know I wish I would knew like long time ago. Like how to align myself, how to how to know what it is I that I want. I think this certain things come with life and at different For times. sure. It just it, it comes with life, but it, I think it also comes with like I said, I was never taught yeah about what I'm looking for in any relationship. You know, so I just really feel like if I had even just the inkling, you know how you, you, when you growing up, you like, okay, yeah, ma, I know, I know, I know. At one point it'll click. Yeah. And I feel like if it even had just been said over again, and if I would be like, yeah, I know, I know, I know it might've clicked sooner if I knew in advance. So that's why I think I'm at, like, I feel like this is a piece of information that if you know in advance, be be mindful of the type of relationships and bonds that you form because you, you want to make sure that you know where it is you want to go so that you can have meaningful relationships that'll lead you to that point. And on that note, we don't even need a self-love part for <laughs> that because that is self-love. Yes, be mindful. Be mindful. Know where you want to go. And the relationships you form. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're going to take you exactly. where you want to go or they're going to take you somewhere else. They definitely will lead you. Either good or bad, they're going to lead you. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> we out. Thank you 
for listening to the Pink Chocolate Podcast. You can follow us at the Pink Chocolate Podcast on Instagram, or you can email us at pinkchocolatepodcast at gmail.com.